Welcome back to the Upper Tier Podcast, the football podcast we bring you each and every day on the Dynamo Podcast Network. Head over to YouTube, smash the subscribe and bell notification button. Audio versions of the show are available through Anchor. And if you'd like to contact the show, you'll find us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, the Upper Tier. Joining me tonight, as always, our European expert. Who else would we have on for a Euros preview? Did we say Euros 2020 or did we say Euros 2021? I'm not too sure, but... In, in my job, we still have the sticker book and it has Euro 2020. And I'm like, hold on, we've not been in that. And they're like, no, no, it hasn't happened yet. I'm like, oh, yeah. Just get the, <laughs> just get the sticker with the one and put it over it. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's have a look at this. We said we'd drop a quick preview on this because we're going to be bringing update shows throughout the tournament and stuff yeah. like that. So we said we'd drop a preview. We're only days away at this stage. Friday, it all kicks off. It's going to be absolutely massive. Very um, excited, very excited for really exciting. Some really plum draws in there in the groups and stuff like that, and all. I'm yeah. really going to look forward to it. Um, where do we begin? I suppose let's go. We'll have a quick look group by group, will we? Yeah, See go what group, your yeah. thoughts are group by group. So, yeah, I suppose yeah. group A, you got Turkey, Italy, Wales, and Switzerland. Yeah, I do think. Look, I had a look earlier on at the betting, and from a group standpoint, I don't think it's going to be maybe as straightforward as people think for Italy. First and foremost, I do think that they have a very, very fine balance now as in we have our experience, but we also have a very, very good young talent in there together. But I have a very strange feeling for Turkey really turning it on in the Euros. I don't know why. I, I now they have Sionchu, I now they have Yilmaz at Lille, I now they have Quebec coming in and they're very honest and they're very hard working. And I just think they're going to... You know, the opening game, I believe, is Italy, isn't it? And Turkey together in that group. Yeah. Like, Turkey are 7-1. to one. I think that's crazy. As good as Italy are, like, Turkey could stifle them and it could be a bit of a dodgy one. Switzerland, on their day, could you make a case for them causing a bit of trouble? You could, I think, as well, on their day. Wales, I don't. I think, are going to fall completely short of the, of the group. I know they had that great run back in, was it the, the World Cup, was it, or the Euros before? I remember in the tournament. Uh, it was the Euros. The it was the it was the previous Euros, wasn't it? I just don't think they have that managerial appointment, and I don't think they have the the squad to really be able to battle with the other three. I do yeah. think Italy will will get through, but I think Turkey won't be too far behind, and I wouldn't be surprised if Turkey gets something out of that opening day game either. It's a kind of nicely balanced kind of competitive group, isn't it, really, when you think about it? Because you feel you feel confident, I think, if you're either of the teams now. I don't know about Wales, like, like I really don't know, but the other three lads must be thinking, like, you know, we'll have a go, like, you know. Yeah, I suppose with Wales, it's been a little bit difficult for them as well because they've had that bit of disruption surrounding all the, the Ryan Gale stuff and stuff like that. So, like, Bale um, is getting back to club football recently, and you know, yeah. it's in it's a bit of hit and miss with everything, you know. Yeah, it'd certainly be interesting, all right. I mean, it's 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 difficult to pick two out of the four because Switzerland normally in the final stages of tournaments as well, they normally play decent football. You know what I mean? So, I would say Italy, Turkey, but I'm very you know suspicious about Switzerland. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if Switzerland take either hands, but and the opening games in this thing, you know, because they're yeah. leading in from three weeks or two and a half weeks of friendlies, they're yeah. kind of meaningless. Really, they don't show anything. They don't give anything away. Um, it's hard to really judge it, but you're you're always due on those first couple of fixtures. You're always due a decent upset. And Wouldn't be surprised. Right, Turkey could be that upset. One nil Turkey or something like that. You know, just to set the scene. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be surprised. Like. 
Um, group B, Denmark, Finland, Belgium, and Russia. Um, I think we I think Belgium are going to steamroll a lot of them, <laughs> to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Like, you look at Belgium's team, and it's like playing fantasy football at times, isn't it? Like, you know, yeah. it's like picking some of the best players from club football and throwing mm. them in. They're at a good age. I think the problem that Belgium really have to get over now is let's live up to what they should be doing, the golden generation. You know what I mean? I think it's about time that they live up to that now. Is Kevin De Bruyne all right to go with his ice hockey? Is he okay? To... I'm sure he'll go. I haven't heard an yeah. update on it yet, but I'm sure he'll go. Like you know, Lukaku, I mean? just... very good season in Inter Milan. Yeah. Um, Thielemans, very good season with Leicester. You go through the back line then, Belgium. I think for Tongans at Benfica, a bit of age in the back line, but I think they've got so much firepower. They've so much talent all over the pitch. You'd expect them... No disrespect to the other team. Maybe Denmark, I think, could be a second out there. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But with Belgium, I think there should be a certain maturity to them now. Yeah. Because they've experienced a couple of these tournaments now. They have a lot of players there that are coming to the peak of their form in terms of yeah. club level. And it's kind of whether it all meshes and knits together. If it blends at um, an international level now, you know. Yeah. I, I suppose it's kind of dependent on which Eden Hazard shows up, doesn't it? The problem there, isn't it, like... Uh, it's a very tough one. Like you look at his season with Real Madrid, if, if you even call it a season with Real Madrid, and then you're coming into the Euros, will this spark him? Will this get him, you know, involved and hungry and happy to play again? You would think so with the quality he has around him. Yeah. And then at the same time, I think it's like what we just said there. It's about time. You said it actually correct. It's it's about time now. As in living up to the bill, you've done that at club level. You know, let's get together and do it at international now. There's no, there's no hiding place now. It's the Euros. You know, we had a yeah. good age as well. Yeah, they certainly have. They certainly have a starting eleven that stands up to most. It's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and 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 they don't have too bad a second eleven either. In fairness, um, but yeah, I'm like you. I think Denmark might have a bit. Denmark's too a tricky much. side on that day as well. I give them yeah. that. You some good players in there, like Forsberg, Eriksson, Delaney, Paulson yeah. is very hit and misses a striker, but gives good work rate. Yeah. I think they'd be definitely eyeing, right, if we get beat by Belgium, I know, handy enough. I, I imagine they'd be Russia, not the team they want to wear, I don't think. No. And the Finland, I don't see them really giving anyone major trouble. Bar yeah. Russia, maybe. <laughs> yeah. We'd probably get this right wrong now and they'll be the Iceland. Be Finland and Russia like, and Belgium uh, be touring or something. Yeah. yeah. Group C, um, Netherlands, Ukraine, Austria, Wait, you hear this? North Macedonia. I, think, I don't think Holland are getting out of the group. Wow. I'm going to throw it out there. Live on, the, live on air. I'll tell you why. So, Austria, I think, is a very, should not be overlooked for whatsoever. Very, very decent players. Very good together. Very honest. You know that kind of turkey situation. Yeah. Ukraine could be, I wouldn't say like a banana skin, but you'd expect them. Who's the other one? Austria, Ukraine, yeah. Netherlands. Austria, and, Ukraine, Netherlands, and North Macedonia. Well, I don't give Macedonia a bleeding hope, but I think, right, I'm going to actually say Holland are finishing toward and Ukraine and Austria are going to go through. I know I'm absolutely off being nuts, but I don't think, I think Holland are being hyped up to something that can they really back it up? As a forward line, Memphis Depoy, Donny Marlin plays in the Dutch League, no disrespect to the Dutch League. You know, Gini Wijnaldum is only at the coming out of a season where he's had absolutely no rest. He's played every single game. He's going into a two-week break now. Frankie de Jong hasn't had a great season. Matthias de Ligt, not a great season whatsoever. 
But is is this an opportunity for them to go back into the the, the country? I think camp? it's an opportunity and, similar and, to the Hazard one, as in like Van de Beek. Will he even yeah. get into the team? I, I don't know. Like, well, I, I I was reading today. Is he not? Is he not potentially out of the Euros? Did he get injured or something like that? I'm not too sure. I read something today, but I'm not too sure. I can but, either uh, see it being like what you said. I can see it being right. Here's an opportunity to show okay, what we can do. But I do I do see a bit of vulnerability and a shock that day when you finished third. Honestly, God, that's a massive call. I yeah, I don't see that at all. I think I know. I think the Netherlands will go through here. And there's another really team waiting. You hear this? <laughs> oh yeah, um, Macedonia though coming in off the back didn't they have a good win against Germany or something like Germany. that not so long ago. So who knows? You know, like Holland will probably piss all over everybody, and I'll be yeah. like, right, sorry. <laughs> Group D. I know this is one you're gonna want to talk about. This is England, Croatia, Scotland, and the Czech Republic. Look at. I just think, right, I'm, I'm very, I was deadly to do the, the video with you about who's on the bus and all and who's gone on the bus and stuff. It was great. But I think the biggest problem with England is themselves. They hype themselves up. They think they're world beaters before the job is even done. They, I know how good their players are. I know how good their squads are. But then they always make an excuse of why they went out or why things don't go that way. I think Gareth Southgate is going to be very conservative in each game. Extremely conservative. You know, I think he's going to set up to be, to not be beaten, but to score as well. The Croatian team, remember, they were really good back in that prime. A lot of these players have kind of aged and they're not the team they were. Czech Republic, you would probably say, if they have Suchek and they have uh, Kufal from West Ham, you get an honest game of, West, of Czech Republic, you get an honest appearance and say, and then who's the other one? Scotland. Oh, Jesus. You don't need to tell Scotland, you know, that you're playing England and Wembley. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I just look at, I say my opinion, obviously, how it is. England to get out, but I don't think they're going forward than the next round. Who's my opinion. Out, who's getting out with them? Croatia. Good call. I just Good think call. with Modric still, I know he's a bit older than that, but you have that experience of big games and big tournaments. You're level-headed, you know. It's it's invaluable, I think, at times as well. Scotland, I think, will get a great buzz. Don't get me wrong, obviously, playing England. But will they have enough resources, squad-wise, to play their games and be successful? We don't know. But see, pending the England-Croatia game, <laughs> yeah. Scotland, might only, Scotland might be happy to get a draw. A draw, you yeah. You know what I mean in that game? Now, How I do you see it going? Be... How do you see it going? I have a sneaky feeling about Scotland being yeah. in this tournament, kind of like the way Wales were. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, when they're on their day and they're fighting hard for each other, and Dean mentioned it to me the other night as well, he was saying that he, he thinks like that England-Croatia game on Sunday is so pivotal to the outcome of this group, even though it's only the first yeah. game in the group. It sets the kind of the path nearly, doesn't it? As in the route, like, you know. Yeah, but what it does is it also aligns things depending on how the other fixture goes with Scotland and the Czech Republic. Yeah. It feeds into that second fixture depending on how you want to play. Do you know who England play if they get out of that group? Um, we'll come on to that now in a few minutes. Oh, we, yes. We, we do have it. but uh, we'll come Oh, yes. We'll, we'll touch on Group E first. Spain, yeah. Sweden, Poland and Slovakia. Are you ready for shock number two? I don't I, think Spain are getting out of that group either. Oh, 
good lord, man! I hope you've got the Paddy Powers up all sports. No, I'm going to. Well, this is, isn't like you know, held on. I just think as in surprises that could have happened, you know. Well, you I don't, don't think you this, can't is change it. this is this is this is your Villarreal moment. You can't be yeah, changing yeah. your mind now, you know. So I think um, Sweden are going to be a dark horse in the tournament. I think they have a very very exciting young talent in there. Kulevsky off Juventus, Alexander Isak off Real Sociedad, both have very good seasons. They're maturing, as you touched on earlier, you know, they're coming together. A bit of experience already in there. Is Latan going to the Euros? Is he selected? I think he's back no, in the Sweden team. Is he back no. in? He was left out. I don't know if he's in the final. I don't think he's in the final one then. Yeah, he came back for them previous. Yeah. Um, so back here, would be a banana skin in its own right. Uh, who was the other one? Spain and... Poland. Poland is Lewandowski, you know. Milik. The yeah, problem yeah. we have with Spain, the problem I have with Spain is when you look through that squad, it's not, you don't fear it as much as you used it, in my opinion. The problem I think with Poland is you have a lot of really good players in there, but the problem yeah. is when, when Lewandowski isn't there, they kind of don't show They're up. Headless. They're they headless. They kind of don't yeah. show up. He's like kind of, you know, like their Harry Kane at Spurs, if you like that kind of thing. When he's no offense to Spain, but yeah, Morata leading the line. I don't know. And Jared Moreno is gone, so I'm very hopeful he gets game time, and I want to see him at an international level. Well, obviously be, from Villarreal. Be hard to believe he wouldn't get game. He time has to, you know, Ferran Torres. Well, I, I do, I do sense vulnerability in Spain. You know, Busquets is on a major, major. You know, his age and. And Laporte just came in for Spain, which is interesting, you know. That's a bit of a sneaky deal. Yeah, I, I think... Um, but here, I'm going to say Sweden, and I'm going to say... Oh, I'm going to say Sweden, Poland, and Spain toward... I'm doing a double of a hundred. That's, <laughs> that's a huge call. That's a huge call. I can't, uh, you have to throw them out there. I can't see anything other than Spain and Poland. Like, I know. I just can't. Like, well, I just think, like, you know... On paper, you just think it's so easy and predictable, but you know. But when you think about it and you look at it, in order for that to happen, you're nearly looking at Slovakia being in the mix on the last round of fixtures. I and, just, I can't, and I can't see that happening. We'll see how he plays. Yeah. I'd be completely wrong, or I'd be like, Jesus, well. <laughs> Moving on to the what we would call the group of death. Group oh, F. yes. Please don't tell me you're back in Hungary to get through here, especially. I'll tell you, it's close enough to that. Why didn't you hear this? Um, Hungary, Portugal, France, and Germany. Germany aren't going through. My opinion. Okay. I think France could be the eventual winners. You know, world class, World Cup winners in their immense ray of talent. Immense. Mm. I think Paul Pogba saves his best football for the French team. Don't know how United fans will feel about that. That's my opinion from looking in, as in he gives his best consistently for the country. Very not hard when you have Golo Kante as well next year. Yeah, like he's you know, surrounded what I mean? by serious Jesus. as well. Yeah. <laughs> Griezmann and Bappe, Benzema coming back in to the fold as well. Yeah. Olivier Giroud to come in, world class. Up two goals the other night. You know, as a plan B in a tournament to have someone like him to come into the mix when things aren't going their way, if they don't. Is unreal, unbelievable, yeah. Baran, Kimpembe, Pavard, Hernandez. Oh, it, it's unbelievable stacks of talent. Portugal is my pick to win the tournament. Is your pick? Is my pick to win the tournament? I'm not going to change my mind. They have been my pick since I knew this was kind of going down and how it played out. 
Uh, Ruben Diaz, player of the season for me in the Premier League. Outstanding. When you look through the Portugal lineup, it's not the case anymore of, in my opinion, if Ronaldo plays well, they win. It's not that case anymore. No. Obviously, he's a, he's a world-class player, one of the best mm. players to ever play the game, but yeah. they're not at the level that they once were, whereas if Ronaldo does well here, we have a chance. They have so much good talent in there. Diogo Jota, Renato Sanchez had a great season after having a bit of a shock with Swansea after Bayern Moon. It didn't really go that well. Mm. Uh, Joe Felix, Bernardo Silva, Bruno Fernandes had an absolute outstanding season. And the thing with Bruno as well is he gets very frustrated when teams aren't doing well. He's a winner and he's a serial winner. He wants to win. Yeah. Uh, Joe Cancelo, absolute bundles of talent all over the pitch. Germany, the forward line is a concern, I think. As in, Timo just this season. Now, will it be a case as if he gets played and he actually turns up? We don't know. Yeah. That you can look at it that way. Mm. I can only see the goals really coming from the midfield. The Gnabrys, the Gundagans, the Havertz. The back line is a worry. I think Hummels is well and truly his age. You know, Rudiger is beside him. And Ginter played the other night, who's again... You wouldn't really be talking about Ginter, no offence, but Boateng, yeah. you know, is finished as well. Rudiger, I really like, but can he hold down a back three on international level on his own? I don't think so. What's your thinking? I'm not going to, no disrespect, Hungary, I don't think they're in the mix whatsoever, so I'm not really going to go into it with Hungary. No, <laughs> not at all. And, and and look, not not based on what we've seen. <laughs> Certainly not oh. based on what we've seen. If we can if we can hold them to an Elal draw, <laughs> you know, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. What's your thinking on... The group and, and not only hold them to a nil-all draw, we made them look ordinary. Fucking. You know what I mean? So, but I mean, again, it depends how cagey this is. You're only talking about a few days out from the tournament starting, so are they going to want to show all the aces in their hand? Probably not. Who's 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 getting true for you? Ooh. France, anyway. Definitely France. <laughs> um, who's Second, do you know what? I'm gonna go with France and Germany. Okay, I'm gonna go with France and Germany because I I don't know, you know, Portugal have an unbelievable side, but Germany generally just find a way. You know what I mean? They just they have a lot of seasoned pros in there, as you said as well. But that doesn't necessarily make them look vulnerable or bad. And can often make them look good in terms of yeah. understanding. But only find play. out when it's you know. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with having a Hummels in there. There was a little bit aged and stuff like that. If you have a a headbanger like Rudiger, it was all about the expression of himself. You know what I mean? It's good to have yeah. a bit of balance in there with a guy who's a bit more sat in and a bit more refined, as opposed to a guy who wants to just pelt forward. Pelt forward, an absolute yeah. baller, you know. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm taking France and Germany. Uh, and who who will play the winners of? Do do I I'm gonna go into that now? I haven't I haven't um I haven't even got to that. Please stage. check in. <laughs> I'll tell you now the winners of. Uh, oh yes. They they play well. I presume they play, don't they? They play the winners of. Uh, is it Poland and the England group? Oh, is it the England group, is it? So England will play either the winners or the runners-up either way if they go through. Oh, yes. Well, that's a huge call, isn't it? Yeah. Um, that's that's not a, not ideal, boy. 
any stretch. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's so. It, it's interesting when you look at um when you look at both sides of the draw. Yeah, um, you could see a situation as you said. Turkey could be a little bit of a dark horse on Italy as well, and then you look at Belgium. Belgium look like they could potentially have a real good run practically to the semi-finals, if not the final. And then you look at England, who coming straight off the bat out of the group, have like one of the top teams in the world. Yeah, absolutely. But it's an absolute dogfight on that side because you have England, you have Poland, you have Spain, if they they make it through. But you also have potentially France, Portugal or Germany. That's they're, crazy. They're all on that side of the draw. On that half, yeah. You who's I mean? who's the threat to Belgium, as in Poland and Scotland on the way? A serious threat to them. Well, the, the only ones that you have then on that side is you have Italy. Um, for me, the only trouble for Belgium potentially is Italy and the Netherlands. It, like Italy, you can never rule them out of the You know what I mean? They yeah. love tournaments. They take them very seriously, and they're very honest in them. You know, I, I don't think I don't think there'll be a force in this one, though. As you said, there is a lot of blend of youth in there. Possibly the, the next with with the and full, yeah. I think you could say a better Italian side come the World Cup, not the Euros. Yeah. that's what I'm. Maybe this about. is like a, a bit of like a, a training and a bit of a, a bit of a run out. You know, a bit of a pre kind of get the experience. In the big yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised at all now if, if Belgium has a have a reasonable pathway to the final, you know? Yeah. Then, but that other, when, when you look at the balance, when you see it here, the balance of both sides of the draw, it's like it very much favours Belgium. And on this side, it's hard like that to know. That side is like, that a side lot. Is like, yeah, that side is you could pick one from five, six, maybe. Who knows? You know, there's a lot of really good, a um, lot of really good teams on that side. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, it all kicks off on Friday, so it's going to be really interesting to see. I mean, Turkey versus Italy. Who is your complete outsider to have a good tournament that you think will shock people and say, like, this is, like, is it Scotland? As you kind of touched on, are you? Scotland would be one as well because of the way it's kind of like you know, it's nearly like, you know. Scottish fans don't come at me now. We're really kind of like home toys, if you like. It is. It is you know, in a way yeah. for them, you know. So I just think it's and I think well, for the players as well. Yeah, and I think they'll have I think they'll have good representation there as well in terms of fans and stuff like that. Who's your who's the European dark horse or your outsider? Like if it's kind of luxury European clubs from around the outside of like Scotland and England and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, a dark horse that you might think have a good winner, a surprise, maybe Sweden. Yeah, oh, I, I, Sweden because they're, they're kind of like they play a brand of football, maybe Denmark as well. But yeah, um, they, because they do have they do have players in both teams that can produce certain moments. Whereas if you look at other clubs like sort of our other countries, like say Ukraine or Russia or something like that. Where you'll have a where you'll have a kind of a workhorse mentality there as well. You don't have the flair that creates that moment that you need to push forward in this tournament, um, and that comes to the forefront a lot, you know. But yeah. You, I mean, you've made. I mean, clearly, obviously, with some of the picks you've made as well. I mean, it it kind of turns it on its head as well because, I mean, if you're talking about, I mean, you you were talking the, um, 
what was it? You were talking about Holland not coming out of the group, was it? And that yeah, I, I honestly just have a weird feeling about this thing. Yeah, you're just drifting out on your volume there, Craig. You're just, you're just saying. Um, Is it alright now? Yeah, perfect. Now it's just when you lean back a little bit, it's getting right. lost. That's all. Um, um, I think a lot of countries will want to give their country something to be thankful for, some hope and some, yeah. you know, some genuine happiness. Mm. And a lot of countries will be. I think it's a more open Euros than it's been in a while. You know. Yeah, well, I suppose the fact that it was postponed for a year and plus. You're going into a sort of a major tournament on the back of so many players having no preseason, no rest, a condensed season where there's a lot of games. Most teams are playing two, if not three games a week, if you like. They've had absolutely yeah. no rest. And they're going into this now. They've had, okay, a little bit of prep time with their, their countries. They've played a couple of friendlies. But it hasn't really showed us anything because if you look at the results of the friendlies, uh, they're not playing any one like serious, yeah, you know. But as not in, only that, you see, you see, like, like Spain had a game against Portugal the other day, know, which is a very yeah. strange. I was saying the other night, it's a very strange kind of uh, fixture to put together a week before yeah. a major tournament. You know, what I mean, why would you be playing each other? Both these are kind of in the mix. If you like, it could have been a bit of a it could have been a bit of an injury concern as well, you know, but that passion between them two, like <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then you look at England as well, who are kind of like they've kind of flattered to to see, see you. you know what I mean? They've they played against Romania the other night, didn't look great really at all, you know. No. What I mean, I know like scored a penalty, missed a penalty, but I mean, other than that, what was in the game really, you know? I mean, this is against Romania, no disrespect, Romania, Romania, like, Romania but no disrespect, but yeah, if you're England you're on the cusp of a tournament. You think you have a really, really good squad with a set of players there that can go a long way in that tournament. You rock up against Romania and you kind of struggle. And Romania had chances. You know what I mean? It's not like... You don't want that five days out. Like, you want to be putting lads to the sword going in full of confidence, like, you know? Yeah. And and you don't want lads either arguing over who should be taking a penalty either. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I didn't actually see the game, but I know Jordan eventually took it and he missed it and he apologised. Look at... It happens in the heat at the moment, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. It happens in club football as well. We see it all the time, you know. Yeah, anything can happen. But you're sticking, you're sticking with Portugal as the eventual winners. For me, as an outright winner, I, I'm going Portugal. Outright winner. I, I'm just, I'm gonna go with Belgium. Yeah. Because I think, I think. I only, I can see why. As in, like, I, you know, I can get it, like. Yeah, it's only when I look at the structure of the draw and how it's going to pan out into those other rounds and stuff like that, I think. I just think there's a certain sort of element there where they can structurally go through. Imagine the, like the treble for the three teams that I mentioned, shockingly not the qualifier, is about 2,001. So obviously it's not happening, but it'd be mad if like one of them even did. <laughs> it's just my opinion. I just think that they're not well as well feared or equipped as they once were. Well, people you, are people my sense a bit of vulnerability? Yeah, well, what you need to do then, you need to go down to the bookies tomorrow, stick a fiver on that. Well, and if you win, me and you will head over to the final. Yeah, <laughs> um, and we'll, we'll split it down the middle. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But it's, um, I'm kind of, for the first time in a long time, I'm kind of excited about international football. Are you? It's, I it's kind of like, absolutely cannot stand the Nations League. It's another name for a friendly. And... Yeah. It's nice that we have a very serious competition internationally. You know, it's great to get a bit of international buzz back again. A real genuine international buzz. Yeah, I'm really looking know. forward to it. And, and I hope that um, it's decided on football and quality and results and order, yeah. you know. Yeah. 
I, I'm really looking forward to see some of these younger European players coming through to see can they step up and yeah. who's going to be, you know, like we know the Pogba's, we know the Kylian Babes, we know the Lewandowski's, we know all these players. It's, you know it's I mean? more the Our likes games. for me, like um, Alexander Isaac and I mentioned Kulaveski at Sweden, you know, I want to see them, um, Jared Moreno, I want to see how they take the pressure of international football and how they, how they settle inside it in a big tournament and how are they ready yeah. You know, a lot of moves might come out of this, which yeah. again is why I touch on, you know, Lukaku into Milan. I'm happy enough. Yeah. If he finishes top scorer, don't tell me there's no one going to be looking at that and saying, fucking hell, on top of a Serie A season. Who, who's going to be that next Killian Mbappe that something the next can Killian up, Mbappe, that can pick right. up for 20 million, say? You know, that, you know there's always one player. I think it is. I think they are at Sweden. Time. I think yeah. they're both at Sweden, to be honest with you. Yeah, but it's gonna be um, it, it's gonna be really, really interesting. But I, I always get excited when I see the younger players trying to cope with the pressure of it, and then yeah. you see them, and then out of this, you know, you get the next Killian Mbappe, the next Neymar, the next, you know, the next whatever, you know, and it's just it'd be exciting. And also with England there as well, it's interesting to look at England. They have a lot of youth in their side as well. It's interesting yeah. to see how they're gonna fare out as well. Because um, will England implode within? Or will they come together, band together and fight for each other? You know, with England, you literally do not know what you're going to get. And that's being honest, you don't know. They have the quality, they have the team, but it comes down to managing and it comes down to, like, I think, team effort together and perseverance and penalty shootouts maybe for ones that they actually have to get through. <laughs> they probably never get a better opportunity when you think about no, it. No, that's a good players, point. Some yeah. of the players they have in there are reaching their peak now. The likes of Harry Kane and stuff like that. Obviously our own Jordan Henderson. Um, Harry Maguire is in there as well. Um, Which I think... But they're on home soil as well, you know what I mean? Which it's I so, can't believe I'm even like I'm saying this, but I'll say it truthfully, I think Maguire could be missed in a weird way. I yeah. think he was missed even for United towards the end. That bit of leadership, that bit of kind of strong, resilient yeah. force back there. Isn't, you know it, isn't I mean? it kind of weird when he goes out and you kind of miss all those things that people don't yeah. really associate with him? I wouldn't weird, have. You when know. you think of Harry Maguire, you don't think of him as being a leader and this and this and this. And then it's only when he's gone and the team is missing all these things, you go, well, obviously he does bring this, but because yeah. people are so down on him about the other stuff, yeah, they miss he all is, this other stuff that he brings. He is a rock within, which is a bit strange when you say when he's injured. I'm not gonna really feel that, but they have. It's a massive hole, like, you know. Yeah. Well, listen. Absolute pleasure coming on to preview the Euros. This is going to be a very interesting. Time. Get the book. Get to the bookies. Me, me, and you are going to be talking on a regular basis over the next month about some of these decisions of players and stuff like that and reviewing. And if we, if the three lads go out who I predicted, then. I'm going to have to close down my betting account because they're going to do me probably info, information on the inside. <laughs> well, listen, if anyone's going to get it right on the podcast, you're going to get it right because you're the one that scours European football. So if you don't know, the rest of us ain't going to know, are we? So, um, yeah, but I'm looking forward to you. You've, 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 um, you've put out some interesting picks there without a shadow of a doubt. Um, yeah, I'm not sure our viewers would agree with you, but if you don't or you do, we want to hear it right there. No, I'd be happy to take it. Uh, I'm completely happy to take the good app. I'd like to hear everyone's opinion, you know, and yeah, I'd like to hear what people think and who is their dark horse or who's their player to look out for and yeah. who they think is going to be the team to beat. Is it one of the top teams or do they see a dark horse themselves that we, ha- we haven't maybe seen, you know, or is there something that we're missing that they think, you know? Yeah. 
And how far um, do England, if they're English as well, how far do they think they're going to go? And yeah. you know, well, they think they're going to win it. They are going to win it, of course. <laughs> but um, yeah, well, as always, if you agree with Craig, let us know. Or if you disagree, let us know. It's certainly going to be interesting based on what you've told us tonight. As always, we are the upper tier. This is your Euros. We'll say 2020 for the lack of argument. Oh, yeah, sure. We preview. <laughs> um, on the Dynamo Podcast Network on YouTube. Head over there. As always, subscribe, like, share, all that other good stuff supporting the network as we go through a summer of international football and look forward towards the season. Um, absolutely pleasure, Craig, having you on. Cheers, Noel. Um, we will be on a lot this month discussing stuff. Cheers, bud. Cheers, thanks. <laughs>